Welcome back to season two of the Refuse Ordinary podcast. We're so happy you've joined us. Today I have some very special guests. I have Erica Slako. She recently graduated from level four of the School of Transformation and is now actually on staff yeah. at the Father's House, which is awesome. Um, she does all kinds of stuff with music and teaching, very talented. And we have Ryan Kelly, who's the level four leader at the School of Transformation, and he's also one of the worship pastors at the Father's House Church. So welcome, both Hi. of you. Thank you. Yes. yes, thank you. So for this episode, we're going to be talking about um, a testimony that Erica recently shared. Um, it was She talked about how she got her degree in music and teaching, um, and that's kind of the way her life was going, um, but she was having doubts about her being capable of it and feeling and having the confidence to do it and didn't quite know what she was going to do with that gift. Hmm. Um, and then fast forward, she's she's here now and um, she's actually able to use those giftings um, and is enjoying it. Um, but there's a story in there because it wasn't just a snap of the fingers. No, definitely not. Um, so... I guess, would you just tell us a little bit more about that? Like about even, you know, what, what direction you were going with your music degree and teaching? Yeah. So do you want me to start off from like when I kind of started yeah. to pursue music? Yeah, or? Be, yeah. Cool. Well, okay. Very brief backstory. I definitely grew up in music. Mm -hmm. I took like piano lessons from the age of five. I was in concert bands and jazz mm -hmm. bands and wow. taught myself guitar mm -hmm. over the years and a lot of different things. And it was always something that I did. Yeah. It was always something that like my family did too. And it was something that I enjoyed. Um, when I graduated from high school, mm -hmm. I was one of those people that wasn't certain at all of what I wanted. Yeah. Or what I should be doing, what I even like doing. I mm -hmm. wasn't even that certain about it. Yeah. I'm like, oh, maybe I kind of like this. I don't really know. Yeah. Um. So when I graduated, I knew I was going to go to university of some sort. Mm -hmm. And I had some ideas of just taking some random first year courses to get a feel of it. And then I ended up going to a small Mennonite university in Winnipeg mm -hmm. um, that I had never heard of before. And yeah. I wasn't Mennonite. Um, I grew up in a Catholic <laughs> church, nice. um, but they had a really good music program. So I heard about it my grade 12 year. I applied. I got accepted. That happened kind of fast. And then I went and I pursued that direction. So I did a four year bachelor of music in five years um, there. And over the course of those five years, like starting from my first year of university, I was like, okay, let's let's do this year. And then I still got four more years to figure out what I really want to do. Yeah. Mm. And then the next year I was mm -hmm. like, okay, I did this year. So I got three more years to figure out what I should do. I'm still yeah. not certain uh -huh. what I should be doing. I'm pursu pursuing this music degree. Third year, fourth year, fifth year, kind of all that. It's like, okay, I'm still getting closer to the end. I don't really know what I want. I'm yeah. still doing this. And all along this time, I'm, I was at this Christian Mennonite University. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't a Christian, wasn't Mennonite, I didn't know Jesus, so I couldn't even go to him of like, Jesus, what do you want me to do? Yeah. What should I be pursuing here? I was kind of on my own and just very uncertain. Yeah. So I'm going along this path and then I had the thought about halfway through my degree of like, maybe I can 
pursue teaching, Mm -hmm. like music teaching of some sort, which would be even more school after I finished my bachelor Mm -hmm. of music. So I was like, okay, maybe I could do that after. Um, So I'm going along and then I... I met through my third year. Mm-hmm. I started working at a Christian summer camp. Yeah. Again, not Christian. Okay. So I was looking for a summer job. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I'm going to go do this for my summer. This is like after my third year, I think, um, in university. And then I had this really big leadership position there, and a summer program leader. And then I did that. And then I went back to university and then I went back to camp again. Still not a Christian Uh at any of this point yet. Didn't know Jesus yet. Um, And then after about like when I was going into my fifth year, my last year, Mm -hmm. I was going back to um, work at the summer camp again after I graduated. And I was like, okay, I, this is it. Like I got to make a decision of what I'm going to do and stuff. And then this idea of teaching was still kind of on the table, but I was like, petrified at that idea yeah if I really admitted it yeah I don't think people really knew then that it was very scary for me just this thought of actually pursuing teaching or yeah. music teaching like I just would think about the future mm-hmm. and be like I don't see it I don't see myself doing it I don't know how to do this yeah I will not be good at this everyone else is better I don't know why I'm going to go down this route right but didn't really know what else to do so I ended up graduating in a, the summer, spring, summer of 2018 with my bachelor music, went back to this Christian camp and was accepted into uh, the University of Manitoba for teaching, mm-hmm. get my teaching degree after and was not wanting to do it. <laughs> so yeah. along that summer, I was like probably the most confused I've ever been of who I was, what I should be doing, mm. where I should be going, yeah. if I should keep doing this. And it was like now or never. So that was the first summer that I bought a Bible. Okay. I was like, maybe I kind of heard about mm. Jesus a bit yeah. over my years of camp <laughs> and university. Right. It's so like I had some Christian <laughs> friends, heard about him. I kind of attended these different services for some classes I'd have to go to like a Mennonite church or a Baptist church and right. explore different avenues in the Catholic church I grew up in. Yeah. And it was like, maybe I'll give this a try. I'll kind of figure out what this is about. Um, read the Bible, would actually go to, G- like, ask Jesus for guidance. Yeah. Um, of like, can you please help me? <laughs> I'm so lost and confused. I don't know what in the world I'm supposed wow. to do. Um, and then I have... I had friends there at this camp who had moved to Orville yeah. to do the school transformation. And then after that summer, I decided not to go into university again to get my education degree. Mm-hmm. Had my music degree and I was like, I'm going to take gear off. Okay. And I'm going to go check out this school transformation in Orville. I'm going to mm-hmm. go visit my friends and then see what that's about. So mm-hmm. I came here for about a week mm-hmm. in the fall of 2018. Mm-hmm. Saw what this place was about. Was still reading the Bible on my own. Starting to ask people about, like, kind of about Jesus and, like, what this would look like. Yeah. And stuff. And when I was here, I was like, I know I'm going to come back and I'm going to come do this school. It was, like, mm-hmm. very clear to me. Yeah. It's like, okay, I'm going to go do this. I'm not going to go into education right now. I don't know if that's on the table for me. Yeah. And then... 
I moved about a year after I had graduated from university mm-hmm. and I have been here ever since and mm-hmm. I didn't go back to get my education degree um, but now I am placed at our homeschool here that the father's house runs I teach kindergarten I teach music about four years after yeah. I was at this huge crossroads of is this going to be my life or not yeah I don't know when I had just left it all on the table and was like okay I heard about Jesus I'm gonna go try this over here yeah and then I never ever ever looked back yeah and I didn't even I would come back to these questions of what am I supposed to do is it right. these things but they just naturally fell back into my That's life so cool like without me even seeing what was happening yeah I just did I did the three-year school transformation and then had actually didn't teach or do any music for a while when I first got here yeah and then it's just come back into my life and it is my life now that's amazing like being a kindergarten teacher to 10 kids yeah (laughs) and teaching music um to the older kids in the school the yeah. middle kids and the younger kids yeah. we do group sing-alongs every week which are like my favorite <laughs> yeah. time of the week Love that. i'm on um different worship teams yeah. here uh-huh. i am teaching private lessons and yeah. just having other people asking me to sh- show me things about guitar or music yeah. things or i just there's so many different aspects that i'm teaching from and pursuing yeah. music from right now and like just the other week i was thinking about my life Mm -hmm. (laughs) and if I ever left here and so naturally it was like well if I ever moved somewhere else I I would look for a teaching job and it was just like this this is who I am now it all came back yeah and it all came back because I didn't have to figure my life out on my own anymore I pursued Jesus who I didn't know at the time when this was all happening yeah and he just brought everything into my life. He made it so clear what I was supposed to do, who I'm supposed to be, that these talents I always had in me were yeah. supposed to be there. Yeah. Um, it's who I was always meant to be. Yeah. But um, learning more about myself, um, learning about Jesus, mm-hmm. being born again, like pursuing him wholeheartedly yeah. is what made me realize what I was supposed to do. And so that cool. I can do these things without that, like, wall of fear right in yeah. front of me. Like, I can't do this. I'm not good enough. There's no way I'm supposed to do this. It's like, no, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this well. Yeah. And I enjoy it. And I am not, like, kept awake at night being <laughs> fearful that I'm going to just bomb the next day. And it's yeah. going to be terrible. So, yeah, that's anyways. Like, that's wow. so cool. Like, because, like, knowing you now, it's just, like, it's hard to believe that you ever lacking in confidence in this area you know because mm. you're like you're amazing at it and it just seems so natural you know but it's really cool to hear the testimony of how like this kind of the surrender even if you maybe didn't even realize you were surrendering it but you mm. you know mm-hmm. and how the lord just brought it into your life and you do it confidently and you do it amazingly yeah. and you and you also love it which is yeah. really cool because that wasn't really the case before that you just like loved it you're just kind of doing the thing in front of you right yeah um so ryan um you are also you also teach and you also do a lot of stuff with music um, being the worship pastor and (laughs) everything um but what's what's kind of your journey with that like even finding like confidence because i think that's like a a Mm -hmm. big thing or like uh 
you know, just like having it be, um, I don't know, just using what the Lord has called you to do and, and good question. Yeah. yeah I, I think, uh, I've always, well, I haven't always known, but I met Jesus when I was 16 mm -hmm. and, uh, my musical journey started before that. My dad played trumpet. And so oh, cool. as a boy, I really wanted to be like my dad. And yeah. so, um, even though I wanted to learn the drum, I decided I'm going to play trumpet too. So I started in fifth grade <laughs> with trumpet and yeah. played all throughout high school. And, and it was a great experience. Just introduced me to music and keeping time and all that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, didn't know I'd ever even play an instrument after that. And so yeah. I met Jesus when I was 16. And uh, and it it took me seeing kids my age uh, participating. And they were, they were the youth worship team. And they were playing instruments and guitars mm. and drums and it was it was awesome and I loved it and they were singing and I said oh you can do this and so uh, my experience with God prior to that was not that it wasn't instruments and bands it mm. was hymns and, and that yeah. was it and, and I mm. and quite honestly I was bored with that and so when I saw mm. kids my age it really excited me yeah. and my sister had received a guitar one year for Christmas and she never played it so I found it under a bed and I said well I'm just going to kidnap it and I'm yeah. going to teach myself and so <laughs> Uh, so I started learning how to play guitar. My, you know, my fingers would hurt. It'd be hours a night and it just was learning on my own. Yeah. And, uh, so it started there. And fortunately in my hometown, we had a house of prayer mm -hmm. and, um, and so a lot of my friends were involved. And so I would go and I'd worship alongside of them and just be in the room. And then eventually they invited me to be, join the worship team. Mm. And, uh, and growing up, I was very shy. I just lacked a lot of self-confidence Yeah, and I didn't like being in front of people. I didn't like speaking in front of people. Definitely didn't like singing in front of people. And so <laughs> I was like, yeah, I can be on a worship team, but I'm just going to play guitar. Yeah. And so for the longest time I, I would just play guitar and I just learned how to play chords and rhythm and all that stuff. And, and eventually the lady I was lead, uh, I was playing with, yeah. which her husband was the one that led me to the Lord. Okay. Uh, was, was my friend, a friend of mine. And, um, so she was the, the worship leader and I was kind of serving her on our team. Mm -hmm. And she looked at me one day and said, I'm not going to sing a note until you open your mouth. <laughs> oh, and I was like, yeah, right. You're kidding. Yeah. That's you're, you're going to have to sing. And, <laughs> and so I'm a tester, you know? And so yeah. I think a half hour went by and she wow. was true to her word. She didn't open her mouth, didn't sing a word. She just played. So I knew I had to open my mouth. So I, so I eventually I did and I started singing and, and then I just started singing. And so yeah. after then I started learning how to lead worship. I started taking vocal lessons and mm. I started, um, you know, learning how to, yeah, how to lead worship on my own. Yeah. And so fast forward, you know, down the road, I, I felt the Lord several years ago tell me that some things he had called me to in my life would be uh, teaching, healing, and worship. Okay. And... And it always intrigued me. I always saw myself being a teacher, not studied, didn't go to school for, for any sort of teaching degree, but just getting the opportunity here at the Father's house um, through preaching and through leading a level in our school. And yeah. I find myself in a position of now having become a teacher. Mm -hmm. And so it wasn't a natural gift for me. It was something I had to work at. Okay. And so, but because I really felt Jesus calling me into that, it gave me motivation to really dig into that area through study, through yeah. prayer, through watching and learning from other people's examples when it came to teaching. Yeah. And and worship was another thing. It really I really felt motivated, inspired. So I would want to give my best into it. You know, I maybe I had a natural ability to hear music and learn guitar and, and learn how to play instruments, but I still had to work at it. Yeah. And with my voice, you know, it's you know, some people are just naturally amazing vocalists. You mm. know, for me it's taken a lot of work to get to where I am. Yeah. 
Um, and so, you know, I felt just calm to these things, but I could have very easily honestly ignored them if I wanted to. Yeah. And I decided, you know, that is something I'm passionate about. Yeah. And I decided to put the work in and the hours in to pursue it. Yeah. And, and now I have gifts that he can use because I've put the hours in and I've, and the time spent that I've, it's, I'm bringing something before him saying, here I am. What do you want to do with this? Yeah. You know, people would, would possibly look at us now and say, oh, they're so gifted. They're so great at what they do, mm-hmm. but they don't realize the amount of hours and the hard work that's gone into yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, and the countless days and, and nights learning. Yeah. And uh, and we, we can agree with that and go, yeah, well, we, we've grown into these talents and gifts. Mm-hmm. And maybe some of it was natural, but a lot of it was was acquired over hard work. Yeah, yeah definitely. And, uh, and so, you know, there's a lot of people that could be a teacher or a worship leader yeah. or whatever gifts you have, but are you willing to put the time and the effort into to yeah. mature those gifts yeah. to where he can use them? That's really interesting because there is sort of that, feeling sometimes that it'll, if you're like, that it'll just be natural, you know, and then mm-hmm. those are obviously what you're supposed to go after, but it's also obedience and like, you know, because the Lord has called you, then, then, uh, like to actually get good at it, to honor him, you know, and, yeah. and that's really cool. Um, another thing, like, I think both of your stories have this is, is that like, having the confidence to use those gifts because Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a hard one too, because it's like even be confident to admit that you have these gifts and then to use them and let people see that you have them. That's not very easy for, for everybody. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. so like, would you have like either of you have practical steps to take to actually go from like, like to actually build that confidence or to put yourself out there, you know, because you, you know, the Lord has called you to do this or, you know, you are capable of it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like for me, my identity was extremely wrapped into what I did for a long time. Mm -hmm. So I had to lay down my talents of music, which I knew I had Yeah. because it, just consume like who I was and like my Mm. worth came from that like if I performed well at this recital then like I would have done well people would like me more if I didn't do well like Mm. I was very disappointed in myself or I felt like I would have disappointed somebody and all of this time I had put into practicing would have not really been worth it because I didn't perform well yeah right or just this idea of everybody looking at me when I was performing like music is something that's you have to perform and you show people yeah right yeah so um when i to get to the confidence in it i mm. had to realize that this yeah. was wrapped up into my identity so i had to mm. stop it okay. and then it came back in because i changed my mindset of mm-hmm. i'm using my musical talents whether it be for myself just to enjoy whether it be to teach someone else whether it be for worship team whether it be for lessons because i know jesus has given these to me and i know that he wants me to use them yeah so i really just had to have a mind switch which Hmm. didn't come overnight at all it came over years yeah of like first looking at myself yeah not that it would have to take that long for everybody (laughs) but for me it did it did take some time yeah and like just um, I had to change myself first yeah. to be able to bring it in yeah. um, and then not be like just wrapped up into how well I do is my yeah. identity and who I am. That's even so if I suck at it, like I still a talent <laughs> yeah. that I have, even if I yeah. have a bad day, you know, right. whatever it may be. 
That's so good. Yeah. Good answers. Yeah, I, I would say, uh, man, confidence, it, it's it's really acquired over time. And so for me, it's come a lot through just practice and repetition. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's understanding that teaching, worship, things I'm a part of now, that they're extremely vulnerable things, and yeah. especially when you're in front of groups of people. Yeah. And every, every mistake is on display. And so being okay mm-hmm. uh, with making mistakes has been huge for me. So. Yeah. You know, unfortunately, some of those failures happen in in front of people, like your Mm -hmm. mistakes that you deem failures, you know, when you're hard on yourself. And uh, and so learning to be okay with that, to be vulnerable and uh, and to to understand that Mm -hmm. the way I get better, the way I grow this talent is through doing it, is through practice. And so, yeah. Um, that's only that's how I found myself being able to grow in confidence. The more I've done it, the more confidence I grow and the more authority that I have. Yeah. Um. And then also realizing, you know, these gifts, they're not really for me. Mm. I, I have these gifts to bring yeah. glory to, to Jesus, to bring yeah. glory to God. And so man loves to lift up humans. They love to yeah. idolize after and yeah. run after all these anointings and gifts. But the reality is, is the gift isn't to bring attention to me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really to bring attention to Jesus and honor yeah. to him. So if I can be a part of that, then that's what I want to do. Yeah. yeah. That's so cool. I... Uh, I feel inspired by that. I mean, just the, just the idea that it's not like, it's not a, like if you can separate your identity yeah. from your giftings, mm-hmm. you know, and that it's actually, it's not for you. It's for the people around you and for the Lord. And he loves to use, like he loves to work with you in it. Right. Um, and so for all those listening and watching, I just want to encourage you that like, um, if you're struggling to have the confidence to use the giftings, you know, the Lord has placed in your life, just, um, just don't let it, don't let your identity get, uh, wrapped up in, in it. Let him use, uh, work through you and use those giftings. And, um, yeah. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you guys for joining us on this podcast. Hey, thank you. Thanks for having us. Yes. See you next time. Thank you so much for joining us at Refuse Ordinary. I hope that it was both challenging and inspiring in your walk with Jesus. If you have any questions at all, please comment below. We would love to hear from you. I have three different ways in which you can get involved at the School of Transformation. First, we have our flagship full-time in-person school right here in beautiful Orville, California. Next, I have School of Transformation Light, which offers um, part-time modules in person and online on Sunday mornings. Last but not least, I have School of Transformation Light on the move, which distills all the topics and teachings of the school into a video series, which means that you can watch it wherever you are. If you have any questions or would like more information on any of these options for school, please head to transformationschool.org.